SDG 5.6 of the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals wants to ensure universal access to sexual and reproductive health and reproductive rights as agreed in the Programme of Action of the International Conference on Population and Development and the Beijing Platform for Action. In this podcast, the NCRI Women's Committee will get into the details of how the Iranian regime has failed to give the minimum response to this SDG and even adopted a law that cripples women's rights in this regard. We're going to discuss the Iranian regime's population growth plan, which has in practice had many grave consequences for women in Iran the dangers posed to women by this plan and its impact on social ills, also the UN experts' reaction to the plan. I think we should tell our listeners what the regime's population growth plan is. Yes, sure. Uh, The Population Growth Plan, or what I will call the PGP throughout the podcast, was adopted in December 2020 on the order of the Mullah Supreme Leader Ali Khamenei and then turned into law. Its official name is the Youthful Population and Protection of the Family Law. Like other measures, plans and laws concerning women in Iran, the Population Growth Plan aims to marginalize women and isolate them at home, deny their fundamental human rights, and suppress them because they are the most dissatisfied with the Mullah's regime and are seen at the forefront of all protests. Uh, By cracking down on women, the regime seeks to create an atmosphere of fear and terror in the entire society. This has been the regime's plan from the outset. By forcing women to wear the mandatory hijab against their will, the regime expelled many women from their jobs and dared to attack them on the streets with clubs pushing thumbtacks on their foreheads and splashing acid on their faces. The Iranian regime doesn't care about a youthful population because, without any exaggeration, it's killing and jailing hundreds of young people every day. The only goal of its population growth plan is to preoccupy people with secondary issues and the crackdowns in this regard. While the society is simmering with this content, and in a terribly volatile state due to the bankrupt economy, inflation, unemployment, poverty, and most of all, lack of freedom of speech and other fundamental freedoms. And how is this plan or law violating women's rights? It sounds as if enforcing the mandatory hijab was not enough, Now the regime wants to force childbirth on women. Yes, you're exactly right. 
They want to force this on women and the entire Iranian society. Let me read to you from the statement issued by UN experts in November 2021. Um, the UN rights expert called on the Iranian regime to repeal the new law that, quote, severely restricts access to abortion, contraception, voluntary sterilization services, and related information in direct violation of women's human rights under international law, end quote. Uh, they also said the consequences of this law will be crippling for women and girls' right to health and represents an alarming and regressive U-turn for the Iranian regime. I really want to highlight this part of the statement, which says, quote, This law violates the rights to life and health, the right to non-discrimination and equality, and the right to freedom of expression by making it illegal to access a range of reproductive health services and share information on reproductive rights, which amounts to the instrumentalization of women's bodies and their reproductive capacity. End quote. With all this said, it's time you give us insight on what the PGP has done on the ground to women's life in Iran. So, I mean, women do give birth regularly and in their own manners. What is it precisely that makes them hate this plan and oppose the regime for it? Well, the fact is that fertility rate in Iran has dropped nine folds in the past 36 years. In 1986, uh, Iranian women gave birth to an average of 5.6 children per woman. But now this rate has dropped to 0.6 children. This is mainly due to poverty and repression. Young people are poor and they cannot buy a house or even rent an apartment and pay the expenses of a married life. And married couples are poor and they cannot afford to feed their children, so they'd rather not have any children. Add to this the repressive conditions in society that discourage people from having children born into such heavily repressive society. So... The population growth plan wants to force women do what they really don't want to do. They don't want and don't afford to have more children. Um, the regime also plays a dirty trick. They provide incentives to men to put pressure on their wives to have children. For example, they give exemption from conscription service to young men who have two children. regime truly established a military garrison to advance the population growth plan? Why do they need to take such a dramatic step? Uh, yes, well, this is the Iranian regime's usual method. Their final solution to every problem is a military one. This is their way of dealing with matters. That's why they've set up a garrison. In the words of one of their officials, since they were slow in the implementation of uh, their population policies, they've now set up this garrison to quickly pursue the implementation of the population growth law.
July 11 was the International Population Day. Who would think a government or a system could be so ill-minded to use even the population growth as a tool to suppress women? Well, this comes as no surprise for Iranians and especially Iranian women, because they know that as long as the mullahs rule Iran, they will not enjoy any rights or freedoms. Not only the men and women of Iran, but all the natural resources and the environment have also been destroyed by the mullahs regime. For this reason, the people of Iran want to be free and overthrow the clerical regime. What makes the regime so fearful of women is their leading role in all the anti-regime protests and demonstrations. In this way, they have demonstrated their equal political participation in leadership of the society and decision-making by participating in the protests and uprisings. Despite the fact that they are legally and officially deprived of all these rights under the mullahs. My take from today's important topic is that women have responsibility in society and when they are obliged by law or government to disregard themselves and their rights, the matter is no longer a social catastrophe but a political crisis that can only find its answer in democratic change. Share your thoughts with us too. This episode ends here and we strongly advise you to not only visit our website on a daily basis but carefully analyse this episode's topic in our newly published pamphlet, Double Pressure on Iranian Women Under the Pretext of Population Growth, Why? You can find it on women.ncr-iran.org and by going to the Documents tab in the Publications menu. Thank you for your time and attention. See you next time.